bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China issues 15 measures to help SMEs stabilize growth and adjust structure. And all 31 Chinese provinces release GDP target for 2023. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology issued a total of 15 measures to further stabilize growth and adjust structure of small and medium-sized enterprises, the state-run Xinhua reported on Sunday. To further stabilize the growth and expectations, the ministry rolled out seven initiatives including financing support, expanding demand as well as ensuring supply and stabilizing prices of bulk raw materials, vowing to stimulate the vitality and confidence of the market players. For instance, the MIT proposed to promote the consumption of green intelligent home appliance and expand the presence of new energy vehicles and green building materials in rural markets. In order to enhance the core competitiveness of SMEs, the department issued eight measures to adjust the structure and strengthen their ability. According to the document, by the end of 2023, the country will cultivate more than 150,000 innovative SMEs and more than 10,000 little giant enterprises that are engaged in manufacturing, specialize in a niche market and boast cutting-edge technologies. The MIT vowed to give full play to the Beijing Stock Exchange and the National Fund for SME Development to increase direct financing support for high-quality SMEs. Moreover, it will promote digital transformation of these firms as well as increase the support of talent for enterprises. The latest policy adds to a flurry of muscular government support for SMEs, a significant force in stabilizing employment and promoting the country's private economy. Amid China's push for innovation and technology self-sufficiency, experts said. China's total good import and exports surged 7.7% year-on-year to 42.07 trillion yuan in 2022, hitting a new record. The country's export achieved a double-digit growth of 10.5% last year to 24 trillion yuan, while import rose by 4.3%. The trade surplus swelled to 5.9 trillion yuan from 2021's level of 5.3 trillion yuan, reflecting the strength of the country. Export. Moving on to some regional highlights. All 31 Chinese provinces, municipalities and autonomous regions have released their GDP growth targets for 2023 as of Monday, with most falling between 5% to 6.5%. Beijing has set a GDP growth target of over 4.5% for 2023, while South China's Guangdong province, East China's Shandong province and other major economic powerhouses have set targets above 5%. Hainan province, with a strong consumption advantage, eyes an ambitious goal at 9.5%. Meanwhile, 24 provinces have given their GDP data for last year, with the highest being southeastern Jiangxi and northwestern Ningxia, who managed to reach a 5% growth, while the lowest were southwest China's Chongqing and Guizhou, as well as Guangdong, expected to grow around 2% in 2022. The actual use of foreign investment in East China's Jiangsu province reached 30.4 billion US dollars in 2022, the scale of which continues to rank first in China. 
It is an increase of around 5% according to a government work report released on Sunday. Over the past five years, Jiangsu has attracted a total of 127 billion US dollars of foreign investment and 392 of the world's top 500 companies have invested in Jiangsu, the report said. Shandong province said during its annual two sessions that it is set to build a world-class port cluster in 2023, expanding route of ocean shipping. In 2023, the province will complete the third phase of automated terminal at Qingdao Tianwan port, as well as the second phase of 300,000-ton crude oil terminal in western Yantai port. Shandong Governor Zhou Naixiang said in a government work report that in 2022, the throughput of the province's coastal ports reached 1.75 billion tons, ranking the first in the country. Wuhan in China's central Hubei province has become the fourth city in China to dedicate an entire area or district to the testing of self-driving vehicles. Baidu has recently signed a cooperation agreement with the Wuhan municipal government, announcing comprehensive strategic cooperation in the field of intelligence and connected vehicles and starting large-scale driverless commercial operation services. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Hong Kong and the mainland resume high-speed train services on Sunday after a three-year hiatus, which initially provide journeys from Hong Kong to Guangdong province, with the number of passengers each way capped at 5,000 per day. By 6 p.m. on Sunday, about 6,500 passengers have used the resumed cross-border railway services, authorities said. Meanwhile, the 50,000 quota of Hong Kong people allowed to travel north will be increased to 65,000 from Wednesday to Saturday to cope with the Chinese New Year holiday rush. Next on industry and company news. China registered more than 70,000 domestic passenger flights during the first week of the 2023 Spring Festival travel rush. According to aviation information provider Veriflight, the flight volume on January 8 surpassed 10,000 for the first time in five months and rose to more than 11,000 on January 14, rebounding to 80% of the pre-pandemic level. Its data also show that international flights during the week surpassed 1,600, up by 90% compared with the same period last year. Trip.com plans to boost sales generated through its online travel platform to 1 trillion yuan this year. James Liang, chairman of the Chinese multinational online travel company, said during an interview on Sunday, adding that spending through the platform had reached hundreds of billions of yuan before the pandemic. It is estimated that the third and fourth quarter of 2023 will see some retaliatory consumption within the tourist industry, he said. Pangoda Industrial Group, China's largest retailer of fruit, traded up as much as 27% on its debut on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange today, before ending up 7.1% with total valuation at 9.5 billion Hong Kong dollars. Pangoda said last Friday it issued about 78.9 million shares globally to raise a net 366 million Hong Kong dollars from its initial public offering in Hong Kong after pricing the the shares at 5.6 Hong Kong dollars each. Switching gears financial news, China's central bank kept its key policy rate unchanged on Monday, which may suggest a hold on benchmark lending rates later this month. 
the People's Bank of China injected 779 billion yuan of liquidity into the banking system via its one-year medium-term lending facility, or MLF, at an interest rate of 2.75 percent. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks jumped to a four-month high on Monday, while Hong Kong shares slightly advanced as investors doubled down their bet on economic recovery after Chinese health officials said COVID-19 infections in the region likely peaked. The benchmark Shanghai Composite rose 1% to stand above 3,200 points, and the Shenzhen component rallied 1.58%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index inched up 0.04%, while Tech Index dropped 1.06%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.